We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, friends. Welcome to Group Therapy. Now the Mavericks beat San Antonio, so you'd think, you'd think we would be celebrating. However, as everyone in here already knows, Luka Doncic exited the game with what is being labeled as a calf injury. And we will not know more until the next time the Mavericks are required to submit an injury report. Um, personally, I believe the Mavericks know right now the extent of what Luca's injury could mean. Uh, that's of course, prior to any, um, prior to any rehab, you know, see how he responds to treatment because there is a, uh, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. There's an MRI machine at the American Airlines center. Um, uh, but because the Mavericks aren't required to share that information, they're not going to. And so we're going to be sitting here wondering, wondering what happened and why. So, uh, I don't know. Very, uh, very downer way to end a very interesting and fun regular season. Um, Let's not uh, dwell on this too, too long, but I do want to give people a chance to vent if they would like to talk. Um and, you know, the we're already hearing that the Mavericks are going to play on Saturday at noon, so Luka doesn't have much time to rehab. All right, uh, coming up first, let's go with Chris. Hey, Kirk. How's so, it going? Yeah, this sucks. This really sucks. So the fact that we were going to play Saturday at noon anyway, I just don't get it. I mean, Golden State's up by 20 at half. Okay, have Luca play the first half, have him come out, and I, I just, I don't know what to say, man. I'm just, I've been sick the last hour just thinking about this. It's just, and the, we only have two more minutes in the third quarter, and then he was probably going to be sitting out the entire fourth quarter anyway. Yeah, it's just, this sucks. I don't even think he's been injured all year long. I think the only times 
he missed maybe was COVID related. I don't. No, you know. no, he got rolled up on her and he got rolled up on in a very similar situation when he was in the game and had no reason to be against Denver and sprained his ankle and then got COVID while having his or you know was in the protocols while dealing with the sprained ankle. Yeah, but even a couple of years ago against the Clippers when he had that ankle injury, came back with the next game. I mean, but this calf injury is different. I mean, these things kind of like linger and can get worse and go down to your Achilles and all. It's just, this fucking sucks, man. Like, well, we're just like all like, and now, I mean, really hot. When are we going to know what's going on? I mean, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, like for sure. If he's going to be, Oh no, no, I'm pretty like, they have to submit an injury report. Like it is for gambling purposes. There's too much money involved. They will not be able to pussyfoot around on this ankle too long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be like coming back questionable for game one or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's probably right. Right up until, right up until, uh, um, yeah. I'm so. thinking one thing though, for some, I don't know Theo Pinson came in tonight and I'm not saying he's going to be our savior, but damn it. That'd be funny as hell. If he comes off the bench and starts knocking down threes and, I mean, I, don't, I can't really tell how much of a good defender it is because he hasn't really played all that much, but that would be kind of fun if we – I guess now if Luka happens to be out game one, if we steal that game against the, the Jazz, it, it just sucks that we're the only team. It seems like every other team was resting their star players no matter what what it was. Sure. And, oh, man. I'm mad. Right. I'm mad. I'm disappointed. But, yeah, I want somebody else. So I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> Being being mad is 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 the the appropriate reaction. Um, I've had a lot of couple people tell me that they don't have an MRI statement or an MRI machine in the building, um, just for like safety reasons and the sheer complexity of the machine, which makes some sense. But I I, I just knowing how quickly in for uh, injury stuff gets doled out, um, we're gonna know in a hurry. Is, is well, one one question. Takeaway. Worst case scenario, Luca's out game one. Do you think that I guess is it going to be Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson probably starting? I mean, and we yes. hope that Trey Burke or Pinson shows up. I mean, yeah, yeah. God, we just better hope Jazz shit the bed just like they did last year again in the second round against when <laughs> you know Kawhi yeah. was out. And hopefully, there's an epic collapse on their part. But yeah, we have the worst luck. Oh my god. Well, uh, I mean, I I. <sighs> I'm very frustrated because we have actually come into this space and talked about one, like talked about the Mavericks playing past the point that they needed to for several, you know, repeatedly the past month. It's not bit them. They, you know, I understand why the the Mavericks were in the game today to a degree, though the Golden State game was already over. Like it was over. I mean, they were up 20. So I, I, there's a lot I don't understand and a lot I'm not going to understand. Is I you, think you're also just like, you kind of wish that he did that tip, that tech just stood where he didn't, it didn't get rescinded. You just kind of like wish that now, even considering that Golden State won and like every scenario tonight, it w- just went against us. Luca gets injured, Golden State wins, Jazz win. It doesn't matter about the Denver game because the Jazz won. So like, it's sure. just, this sucks. This sucks, but yeah. we'll just have to hope for the best. He is young. You know, maybe he'll come in and it won't be that bad. I mean, we'll just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. man. Yep, yep. Well, thanks, Chris. We'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks. All right, coming up next.
Hey, Tyler. What's going on, buddy? Tarek, I just have one thing. If sure. the goal of a game is to, quote, get out of it healthy, you, gotta you get should out really of it begin healthy. to wonder <laughs> – you should really begin to wonder if it's worth even putting your guys in to begin with. Yeah. Like me coming from a football background, like we go through this all the time in spring ball. You don't see the star quarterback taking every single rep in the spring game. It's just more opportunity to get hurt. And Luca doesn't need those reps anyways. He's basketball Jesus. Like it's just completely frustrating and coaching malpractice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where this stuff all comes in together in that they knew before the game they were likely going to play it at noon on Saturday. So I'm just I'm not understanding the rationale of why they were playing everyone a full slate of minutes. Oh, and kids answer to it was a bunch of horse crap as well. Not having talked to the medical staff. Or that's OK. Like, I get no, I get not giving that away. I just I didn't like it. I did. I did not like that. That back to back thing. That's all. Um, I get why. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, surely he doesn't have to give away information while saying that he at least talked to them. Like, at least it would have made at least a good PR move to at least say, yeah, I talked to Luca. Just, yeah. it, it's just frustrating. Sure. I get it, buddy. I get it. You got anything else for us? Oh, I'm just noon basketball is going to suck. So. Hopefully yeah, I, mean, I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, well, we're going to find out. All right, Tyler. Thanks so much. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Let's go with my man, Ewan, who probably wants to go to bed. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Kirk? You're up late. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. I was waiting for you to come on to hear how you, how you think about what's going on. Yeah, I'm trying not to shoot my mouth off too much. I'm really, I'm really, I'm like really fucking angry. Like, like actually angry, not like sports angry. Like, you know, like a, a friend of mine just said to me, not everything is someone else's fault. And it's a good point to make, but you also <laughs> need to control the things that are within your control. Yeah, and true. Mavericks in this circumstance did not. Yeah, I don't think I'm as pissed off as everybody else is, though. Um, I mean, I can get where JK coming from in the sense of, Listen, Dodo's hot. Luca needs Luka rhythm. Hot. He's a like yeah. I get that. Like we see what happens right. when that man gets a gets to go on a rest. He's like me at the Golden Corral. He's just gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I went too against J Kid's thought process in a way. I mean, like I said, like Dodo's in a good rhythm. Dwight and Luca just clicking on a different level, and it's like they have a whole week pretty much to get ready. So it's kind of like you want to not play them and then, you know, have an extra day and they come out and feel rusty. Yeah. I mean, we don't have the team to where other than Luca, like, these guys can take off a week and come back and just be on fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the rhythm that Dodo's been in and Bullock and them guys, like, you know, they need the reps to, you know what I'm saying? To keep that going. So, I mean, that aspect, I get it. I understand. But, um, I was, I just wanted to say, like, I don't know if you you watched the game the whole way. You watched the whole game? Yeah, I did, but yeah, I would not be telling the truth if I <laughs> paid much attention after Luca went out. No, no, there was a pass in the first quarter that Luca did to Powell with his left hand. Like, that shit was 
probably the craziest pass I've seen all year. I don't know. Yes, how, yes. Like, He's much. just been digging deeper into the bag as the as the season goes along. Yeah, and Powell, he, he didn't really caught it, catch it too good, and he got fouled. But the pass, I'm watching it, I'm like, God damn, that was, that pass is amazing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this guy is, he's really a basketball guy. But I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm ready to see. Um, deep down, I feel like Luke is going to play because he's, he's, he's tough like that, and he's a fight like that. And we do got one of the best medical staffs in the league. So sure. I'm pretty sure that we're going to do, you know, everything that we can. and with Luca and Powell got their game going and the way Dodo's shooting the ball and the way he's putting it on the floor. You, I know you see his Euro whoop, with the left hand and uh, he's doing his thing, man. Dodo is doing his thing. So I'm 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 excited and ready for the playoffs to come. And and I, I think that's an attitude we should all try to adopt because the other thing, and you know, this is a long time ago, but when Luca was hurt, the Mavericks didn't play the worst basketball. They played some very interesting basketball. They didn't win a ton of games during that Lucas period, but they played some intense as shit basketball. Like and even I that thought, game on Christmas Day against Utah with all the yeah. guys, they played like yeah. <laughs> yeah, they played like a solid team, you know. And that was most of the Tennessee guys' first time together, you know. That was like a a start of five of like, hey, you're gonna play today. I don't know who you are, but you're gonna play. That's pretty much like a pickup game. And they yep. play the, you know, they play the hearts out. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Saturday, 12 noon, well, on Eastern Eastern time. So you know, uh, that's gonna be a good game for me to watch. But you know, plenty of day left. So I'm, I'm playoff ready. Well, we'll see, man. Thanks so much for joining. All right, I'm see you on Saturday. Right. Well, I'll be. Hey, we might host one of these midweek. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do with myself. <laughs> like. I'm so, like, I was just thinking about this, like, before the game even today. I was like, I am tired. I am ready for a break. I am also in a rhythm, though, just like the Mavs. And, like, I don't know what, like, am I supposed to spend time with my family? Like, what am I going to do the next several days? Yeah, maybe so. do one after um those games, like, those first set of um playing games. Yeah. And it probably, like... We probably get an update like on Tuesday or Wednesday of what's really going on with Lucas. So, yeah, and yeah, Ethan like Ethan just says you know maybe we should do one once there's significant Luca news, and I think that's a good point because one of the things I'm disappointed about now is now we can't really talk about the basketball, and I was like looking forward to like you know shitting all over the Jazz like that would. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you have a good uh, good start, a better start to your week, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, talk soon. All right. Let's go with how you doing, Mr. Pry? Hit that unmute button for us down there at the bottom on the main page. Ah, is is that it? That is it. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, this is my first uh, my first time speaking in one of the green rooms, so just want to let you know I've been listening to you and your show for probably like a couple months now. Um, so yeah, we're glad to have you. We're, we're sorry the vibes suck tonight, but, you know, we, we will be okay. Yeah, hey, so listen, I, I've seen a lot of gloom and doom on Mavs Twitter, uh, and I will be the first one to say I have fucked up every imaginable thing in my leg um, as an athlete, and I'm letting you guys know Luca is going to be fine. <laughs> I was, I, so here's my, my immediate reaction to this was if this wasn't the end of the season, I would probably not even think about this. Right. Because we've seen this guy get clipped, get, you know, 
I mean, what was it? One of the Morris brothers like intentionally tried to hurt his foot yeah, in that first playoff series. Yeah, back in the bubble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the way like when he got rolled up on by Austin Rivers, like stuff from behind is usually pretty scary, mm-hmm. and non-contact stuff is scary. But he did walk off. He is also, you know, he, it's not. Uh, Casey Smith is a good trainer. There's enough reasons for optimism with zero information. I just hate it. This is fair. Yeah. And I, I've I've seen in the chat and even like people talking like, yes, Jay Kidd should have pulled him out a little bit sooner. You know, there is no way that the Warriors were going to lose the game against the Pels uh, yeah. <laughs> by the time halftime rolled around halftime. He should have pulled Luca and just been like, hey, look, you're done. Um, and I get that, you know. Home crowd, last game of the season. We want to sweep the Spurs. Like you know, you you want to get that that crowd interaction with all of that and get guys hot and everything. But I I, I just want everyone in Mavs Mavs universe to know he is going to be all right. I have strained my calf and I am not a world class athlete with world class medical attention. And I was back within seven to eight days. I'm just a normal guy. If I can do that, Luca will be completely fine. Yeah. yeah. Hope so. I really hope so. There's a lot of there's a lot of reasons for optimism. Um, I think I am just currently like, ugh. and and I, I think a lot of these things rolled in together have put me in the pissy mood because the Mavs knew before the game that they were probably going to yeah. play at noon on Saturday. So I'm just like, like we've been grinding these guys to dust for months because we only have seven and a half playable dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Well, thank you for joining. I hope you come back when we do uh, one of these again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I listen pretty frequently. So, uh, you know, I now that I have the Green Room app and I know how it works, I plan to be in, in the mix a little bit more. So Outstanding. We'll talk soon then. For sure. All right. Um, coming up next is my buddy Jason Gallagher. Hi. What up, bro? I don't know. Look, I, got, I got multiple people, like, texting me like a family member died. I know. Same. Um, like I heard the news. <laughs> Look, dude, choose optimism. Okay. Well, there's, there's a couple things you and I are, I would say we're veteran sports, you know, especially NBA Twitter people. And I think that there's a couple things that, you know, a couple pieces of advice I want to give this audience. And one of them is, I know, I know, I know it's easy to overthink the, uh, the decision to sort of play him as much as as we did today and i just think it's a waste of emotional energy i really do especially you kirk it 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 doesn't make a lot of sense but it does zero good and you can understand theoretically why um i think our boy austin Garuya was tweeting about like you know the stakes of this game there were there were in fact real stakes i think when when you saw the lineup that the pelicans were rolling out the stakes lowered and then you saw the score at halftime and the stakes lowered and whatever but i don't know questioning such a freak thing um you know when when it was you know saying you could have pulled him a couple minutes sooner i mean i don't know that that's some monday morning quarterbacking that i just am sort of like i th- i really feel like that's that you know that's just a waste. I don't know. It's just a waste to, to feel that way. Um, how do you feel about that? I get it. I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm so bummed because we had been in this space sort of voicing concern for dudes playing 
an extra two more minutes than they needed to. And I hate that something actually happened. Yeah. Um, somebody told me that the Mavs were only up 11 when the injury happened. I thought they were up like 16. I know five points doesn't really matter. And it's, you know, when, when Luca went out, you could kind of see why the coaching staff wanted to keep him in because like, as usual, the lead went down to like seven points and it's like, <laughs> okay, before, even before coach Popovich, like, what the fuck are we doing? We don't, like, we don't want to win. Like we want to have better lottery odds. There's, 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 so, so there's some other, the only other piece of advice too is that you're going to have the contingent of NBA Twitter that's also going to overthink whether or not he come, he's coming back too soon or whatever. Sure. Um, um, and I'm choosing not to uh, weigh yeah, in on that no. one either because I'm not a doctor. That but I will not do. I, no, I will that, say that, that yeah. I will say this. Um, I choose optimism. I choose this to I choose to view this as a really interesting scenario in which a team like Utah has obviously been scouting Dallas with Luke at the helm for a long time, and we can throw something their way that they haven't seen before. Spencer I don't know. Din- Spencer Dinwiddie hero mode. I, I mean, mean we, I mean, we haven't like honestly, Jalen can plug in. Like he obviously, it's that it's it's one of those uh, you know. You plugs, you, you like the off-brand Apple plugs, but it's still you, you plug them in to some degree and keep Spencer in his sort of role, and then you've got, you know, not that different of a scenario. I, I don't know. I'm choosing optimism. If he doesn't play, this is this is still, uh, it's still exciting. It's still exciting. Sure. I don't think we're gonna miss more than one or two games of him. I think that that's what pretty certain that you're not going to miss one or two games. So we, so we don't, so you, I hear what you're saying you're saying, so we might not sweep the jazz. Yeah. That, okay. But, but I'm, again, if I, if this is the team that I've always believed in, then Luca missing one or two, one game, uh, two games is scary. One game. Ultimately we should still handle the jazz. Cause I think that we're a lot better than the jazz. I don't know. Like, the Jazz are such a bizarre team, and I think they we're going to have to revisit this later in the week. They are. They are a bizarre team. But that, again, Kirk, my whole my whole premise here is to choose optimism. And I like it. I appreciate it. it. And and I'm going to be texting you, um, you know, positive quotes all week. <laughs> just just like plaster photos, like, like, like dumb, like my stupid avatar on, like, uh, Exactly. Inspirational quotes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like, you're going like to be getting a lot of that, but um, either way, no matter what the news is, I think it's it's fun. It's playoff basketball. The team is likable, whether they're how watchable they are without Luca is a different story. But you know, it's going to be at home. I think that there's a lot of reasons to still be somewhat optimistic. You know, optimistic. There's more pressure on the Jazz if Luca's not playing. There's a number of things, but it's at home. I mean, I don't know. It's still very, very fun. Obviously sucks if Luca doesn't play game one. Hope to God he, you know, they they put game two on a Tuesday, um, and we just get as much rest as possible. So choose optimism. Find out. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you coming up. Of course. All right. Talk soon. Blah. All right. Now, guys, we're gonna have some fun. Akiva, what's up, my guy? You're you're gonna bring some spice. I can feel it. What's going on tonight? My friend, how are you, Kirk? I'm okay. So, so um, I'm not gonna I'm gonna go crazy like uh, like I did before. Uh, this is just uh, remember we spoke after the Washington game and I said the basketball gods are gonna punish them. <laughs> yes, that and, no, you've talked about 
And, and you know, that's where the, the coming in, I, I'm of two minds about why, you know, that they were playing everybody because they clearly needed, like, you, this team is just not a team without Luka unless they're game planning for it. Like, they're, they're not prepared to be Luka-less mid-game. Um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, this is a sign of, uh, to me, of a bad coach. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and, and he's still, he's, I would say he's better than Carlisle, but he's still not a good coach. And um, there were several signs to me uh, this season of, of, of that. Uh, this kind of thing, playing Luca 27 down in the fourth quarter against Washington. Yeah, uh, bad. Uh, and um, uh, seven minutes left. There was the the thing I told you about seeing Dodo at the end of the bench uh, with ten seconds left uh, on a, on a timeout, and he's all the way over on the other side, not not even listening to what the coach has to say. Um, things like that. There's other things that I, I that doesn't necessarily come to mind now. Well, my my colleague Josh Bow made the good point during we just recorded the podcast. He was like, "Well, if Carlisle was the coach, we wouldn't even get confirmation that Lucas still has a leg." Because <laughs> like, like Rick would just be like, "I don't know, it was amputation still on the table." Because that's the kind of shit he did with uh, he did with injuries. Because you remember when I mean Porzingis played half a game with the torn meniscus, and then played. I think he played game two with the torn meniscus in the bubble and then he was done if i'm i could be misremembering and, this and then like, and then he learned from that and he doesn't play when he's got a like a hangnail you know <laughs> i see he missed i see him miss some games with uh washington also. sorry already already <laughs> and and still no back-to-backs but but to me uh this is what i want to say you know, it's a sad thing to me that Lucas' first six, seven years in the league are going to be wasted with two bad coaches. Uh, I look, I look at the conference at going down to the top eight teams in the Western Conference: Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Utah, Minnesota, and the Clippers. All have better coaches than we do. We and and this is to you know, this people say, "Oh, I hate all coaches." I'm just I'm just saying, I I try to call it as I see it. The only two coaches that uh, uh, the only other coach that uh, uh, is not is not good uh, uh, is the Denver coach from those uh, the top eight teams in the conference. I, I think Malone is terrible. If he was if 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 Jokic had a a good coach, that team would be dangerous. Uh, but um, you know it's it's just a shame. We may still, despite, and I've said this before, we may even win a series. We may even win two series in spite of this coach because Luca is so great. He is great. He's a psycho, but he's great. Sure. Uh, uh, you can't take it away from him. He's the second best player in the world. But uh, it's, it's a joy to watch him. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable to watch two guys like him and Jokic do everything. It's like, look. It's like two young LeBrons, uh, the, and Jokic is like in the other in the other uh, world. I mean, he's just great defensively now, is doing everything. But uh, but it's just uh, you know you even mentioned another thing with with the kid. Uh, why he, 
And Carlisle did, maybe did that better than Kidd a little bit. Why why isn't Kidd ever stand up for Luca being hacked a lot of times? And, and, and doesn't, doesn't yell at the refs instead of Luca yeah. having to do all the yelling. You know? Well, right now we're all just frustrated, as we ought to be. As we ought to be. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you for joining, buddy. You get some sleep. All right. Thank you. You too. Have a good, have a great night. Bye bye. Yep. All right. Let's go with Brett. Hey, Brett. What's going on, buddy? Uh, hey, Kirk. I haven't been on the last couple because there's not really much to say. But right. and here, I mean, like, I feel like obviously, like, I'm not someone who is very, uh, very supportive of Jason Kidd. However, decisions on resting players are not made. By the coach, solely instances. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that obviously I would say Kid obviously deserves some criticism, but this scenario is very different than like the end of game scenarios that I'm very critical of, where he you know just like leaves Luca or whoever in um, up up a bunch with like three minutes to go. Those are those are situations where like it's not like the front office is like in his ear about that kind of thing. Nope. But they seem to have known beforehand that they were going to play at noon. Yeah. They on Saturday. Yeah. That was, that was a weird, that was a really bizarre thing. I wish he wouldn't have said that because I'm just going to second guess the shit out of everything. Now it it, it would be one thing if, if he, if he had, if he had like, he like, honestly, if you're him, why not, why not lie and say like, I thought we were getting Sunday at nine o'clock. Like, Mm. like, Mm. Like, like, I mean, I just don't get, I don't understand that. Like, why? Like, that would be a reason to, you know, play your starters less. But, um, but yeah. So that's frustrating. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the the good thing is, if Luca like misses game one and the Mavs manage to win that game, they will absolutely sweep the Jazz. Because the Jazz are so mentally weak as a team, like losing to, to the Mavs without Luca, they would just it would be over. Like that team would be over. Like Rudy Gobert would play a maximum of three more games with that team. Like yeah. he would be gone. Like th- that team would be blown up. So like so I think that that kind of like 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 mentally like if if the if the Mavs won you know with Luca in you know the first or second game, you know that's just like a normal series. But if they manage to like win a game without him. If he was out, like, you know, even, even if he missed the first two games and they won one of two, if you're the jazz, you're still feeling like you've, you've met, messed up such a big opportunity. Sure. Because I mean, home court has been, it's been all home court for these, yes. for these two things. Oh. Yeah. But it is, I mean, just like as a fan, it's so like deflating because like this whole week, like they've been playing some really bad teams and stuff. So I've been like, you know, not super engaged, more like looking forward to the playoffs. And like after, you know, 82 games and like the whole journey to get here and then you, you're finally almost there. And then it's just like, come on, like really? Yep. It's just kind of, it's just, it's just so kind of, so let off. Oh goodness. Yeah. Coop is, uh, uh, you know, Chuck Cooperstein voice of the Mavs is on the, on Twitter right now, basically making note of the fact that like the latest, the Mavs can play game two would be Tuesday. And, and it, it makes you wonder, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I am very mixed bag of emotions. This is just a, it's a terrible way to end a regular season. Yeah. The one, the, the, the only, 
obviously Luka being injured is a bad thing. The worst thing is that we would have to watch like Trey Burke minutes in the playoffs. And like, I thought it like, that, that trash can Twitter account, ball don't stop tweeted about Trey Burke. Like I went through a bunch of tweets. Yeah. About how the Mavs have a bucket on the bench. And I'm like, yeah, it's what it absolutely killed me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would, I would almost rather than just, you know, go with, go with, you know, point Josh Green. Then he played really well tonight, but um, he did, he did. I would have liked to have talked about, um, he had my, my favorite play he might've made the game was after Luca was hurt where he flashed from the far wing to the middle of the key and then threw up kind of a lefty like yeah lefty, yeah that was lefty push shot it was neat I, yeah that, that was like i did not know he had the ability the ability to do anything like that or the confidence to do that yeah it's but great yeah. and he can he can like apparently shoot now so maybe <laughs> more but, josh green at point that's the answer we're just gonna go josh, yeah. josh green and spencer dimwitty yep. oh goodness well thanks for joining brett no we'll talk soon okay all right. Um, let's go. Hey, Christian, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kirk. Uh, I, I'm fucking just like absurdly mad, and I get the optimism, you know, putting good energy out there. But so I didn't want Luca to play to begin the game. I wanted to see a 40-minute Josh Green night. To sure. See if we might be able to get some playoff minutes. Qu- kids' quotes make no fucking sense. If you knew the game was going to be at noon, why would you play the starter so much? And if you really feel that they need time or their whatever practice, and I get it's not the same thing, 100% get that. But this is the thing. Let's grant all these assumptions that that makes any sense whatsoever. Let's grant the fact that we actually thought we had a chance for the third seed. The first thing, Brunson rolled his ankle early in the game and came up hobbling. That should have been the sign right there that this isn't worth it. So luckily Brunson comes back. We're, you know, he, he didn't miss any time after the timeout. Comes right back in, whatever. Shortly, or maybe not shortly after that, Dwight Powell takes a I thought a Dwight hard... died like four times that game. It, exactly. And he started grimacing on the ground. And it's like, okay, at this point, what is the benefit of this game? Then halftime comes, and the Warriors are kicking the shit out of the Pelicans. There yeah, it is, was over. There's no point in this. And then on top of that, even right before Luca gets injured, he runs and jumps for that block, which scared the shit out of me to begin with. And, you know, I, I don't know how many times I tweeted before the injury, get him out of the game, pull all the stars. I didn't just say Luca, get all of the starters out of the game. I think we have some fringe rotation guys in the playoffs that are going to have to get minutes just because we don't have enough good players. So get Berton. I mean, Berton's has actually looked pretty good. Josh Green has looked pretty good. Give those guys some significant minutes. Let them really build up a rhythm, do different things, all of that. And then I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't fucking get why any of the stars, not just Luca, was in the game, but why any of the starters were in the game 
late in the third quarter when it meant nothing. If the argument is, hey, you know, the fans and, you know, people paid for these tickets, that's fine. They played the first half. There was two two things that happened that should have made him question that from the beginning, the Brunson thing and Dwight Powell's numerous faults. Like, I don't get it. And now we – and he knew that we had a noon game on Saturday. Like, I, I, I don't fucking get – like, I am so – Frustrate. I didn't even pay attention. I heard Theo Pinson had a great game to finish. I was just pacing back and forth through my hotel room. Like I, I think, and this is what worries me the most. I honestly want him to at least sit game one because if we remember, Kevin Durant had a calf strain and he ended up coming back during the playoffs and he tore his Achilles. And I care more about Luca's long-term health, even though it sucks, than this playoff se- series. And I just, I, I don't get it. Like I really don't. And of course, hindsight being 2020, it's always easy to say it. But I was saying that early in the game, before the game, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. I, and that's, I, I mentioned this to Josh Bowen on our podcast, where I know it's not fair with hindsight in mind. But I promise you, if Luca doesn't play, for example, that is the only thing people are going to remember. I don't care if it's not fair. This is a results-based business. And the result is that Luca strained his calf in a game at a point in the game where there really wasn't a good justification for him to be in. That's kind of what it comes back to. And if we just talked about, I think it was the Wizards game, and it might have even been the Blazers game, Maybe it was the game before. I can't remember. But we literally had the same conversation of why the starters and why Luca had been in the game when these games had already been decided. So this isn't even just a one-off, even though it's heightened because of what happened. But it makes no sense. And yeah. so either which way, now best case scenario, we have hobbled Luca for the whole series. Worst case scenario, he misses game. Well, I don't even want to go into that, but – just I, I I don't understand it. It makes no sense. And his stupid ass comments after the game made me even more mad. Reading him is worse. Like like that's what Skin Wade pointed out to me, where he's like, You're listening and you're like, it's just kind of an off the cuff answer where there's a lot of stuff. I try not to I, I shouldn't hold that stuff so accountable, but it was frustrating to read like this the things in succession where it's just eh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it I don't know. It, it was ridiculous. And maybe, I I mean, I, I yeah, I just, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Well, I, Jacob I, makes a good point. Jacob makes a good point in the chat. He said, if Luca's fine and drops 50 this Saturday, this will be hilarious looking back. I mean, Luca looked like the 40, the 43 point, 17 rebounds, 16 assists, triple double. He was hurt coming into that game. Like not kind of hurt. Like his ankle was like totally sprained, and then he just went bananas. So that there's that there's, that's a good sort of thing to you know if you want to be positive about something is is that something to look forward to is Luca doesn't seem to be too phased by injuries. Yeah, I mean he's just amazing, and abs- you know of course it goes without saying absolutely love him, and you know just uh, I mean he's amazing. The and you know sometimes. Uh, the the coach should be there to save you from yourself at times, 
And I have no doubt that if Kid even asked Luca at halftime, like, hey, do you want to go back in the game? We can sit you, you know. I'm sure Luca would want to go back in because he's a competitor. And he's, like, that's why I didn't have a worry. Like, you know, when he misses a game, he could be way off when he comes back, even if it's just one game. But in the playoffs, he is different. Like, he is, he's something that nobody wants to face. He yep. is someone that can single-handedly win a series. I mean, he took Kawhi and Paul George to seven games virtually by himself from games three through seven. Like, he is that guy. Um, I don't it, – it's just frustrating. But the one thing I do appreciate, it, uh, you know, holding this in and tweeting didn't really help me get it out, but talking here did. So I appreciate Good. it as always, Kirk. Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone wants to get on with their night. So – Appreciate you having me up and hope you have a, a good night. No, thanks for coming up, buddy. Talk soon. Um, let's go to Jeremy real quick. What do you got, Jeremy? Yeah, uh, I'm with you guys on all the injury uh, stuff with Luca. It's unfortunate for sure, but I wanted to stay on more of a positive note. Like, I want to talk about Dwight Powell and just how he's basically pre-injury Dwight Powell. And like, uh, Iron Man will – one of the only five in the NBA this year. I said that earlier in 77 spaces, but that's a, that's a huge it accomplishment is. for somebody for its ACL. And then you got Dinwiddie who also was injured and people were ragging on him. It's like, I think sometimes we are quick to jump the gun and rush these players, but it takes time to come back from some of these serious injuries. And I, I couldn't be prouder of Dwight Powell. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And then one of the other things I really liked from this game, really the last two games, is Bertans has really come on strong with his threes with a little bit of playing time he's got. So I'm hoping by playing some of those more fringe rotation players that that will help us in the playoffs, especially with Luka's injury. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm really – Powell's just been such a delightful bright spot, and it's one of those things. Josh Bow and I talked about it on the last podcast, where he's just he, he his take is that Powell's been very important, going way 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 back, and it's just nice to see that this playing out for him. Like he he's somehow played 500 plus games with the Mavs already. He's just really he's just really valuable. Um, and you know this is not to be this guy, but he turned himself into a positive asset to where you know he's going into the final year of a reasonable deal. And I don't think the Mavericks move him or anything like that. But two years ago, we're talking about they'd have to offload him with a first round pick, and so that sort of stuff's just great. Yeah, I was curious if. I mean, I know it's a long shot, but let's say this summer the Mavs do end up getting a Rudy Gobert or a, a big of that ilk. Would would you think it's wise or worth it for the Mavs to try and keep Powell in some capacity as a backup? I do, because the thing that Powell does, Powell does one thing really well that we all know. He catches lots. The second thing that he does really well that we kind of undervalue is set screens. The third thing that he's gotten outstanding standing at is being a short roll passer where when Luca gets doubled up and up near half court in the corners, Luca finds Powell in the middle of the floor and Powell makes the correct decision. So many guys shit the bed when they're put in that short roll position. Um, think back to the Celtics game where the Mavericks kept doing it to Marcus smart and he just didn't know what to do. Like it's, it's just not, 
it's it's not an easy thing to be in that position. And like Rudy Gobert wouldn't be as good. <laughs> like Rudy uh, is, is in that spot is what I'll say. Uh, maybe at the the rolls and the dunking, absolutely, in the screen setting for sure. But it's just it's something to think about as we as we head to the season. Yeah, I'm right there with you because uh, I'll be honest, there was a point in time where I was just along the ride with everybody. I could have easily walked away from Powell, but I'm second guessing that the more and more I see him play out there. It just fits so well with what Luca can do. Yep. Yep. I agree, I, Jeremy. I appreciate you bringing me up. I'll let other people come up. Sure thing, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Talk soon. Uh, let's go to Max. Hey, Max. Hey, Kirk. How's it going? Good. Your 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 photo your uh, profile photo is is excellent for uh, after we just finished talking about Pal. So what's going on? Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it's tough. You know, Luca getting hurt is is quite tough. I, in addition to being a uh, a Mavs fan, I'm also a Mets fan. So we also recently had a fairly serious injuries to our star player, Jacob Degrom, and I I don't know. I I guess. The thing about sports fandom is that you get so invested in in something. And I guess that's true of pretty much anything that you put a lot of emotion or instill a lot of emotion in. You know, when you when you do something like that, like you know, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure if something if things happen like this. And you know, not to be alarmist and not to freak out or anything, but you know, this shit like this is quite worrisome, especially you know. In, in in the context that it was in in game 82 of the regular season and it's just it's 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 ridiculous it's ridiculous that's that's pretty much all i can say to this i'm just aghast well it's you just hate like like i don't know things have been going so well the Mavs won like 75 percent of their games over like the last 40 something so it just it it I don't know. It feels like in life, like something bad always happens after things are going good for a while. So I, I, I'm looking, I, I still think there's plenty of reason to be optimistic until told otherwise, like the, the sheer volume, like the, the various like Twitter uh, physical therapist people that I follow where they're talking about this injury, knowing nothing is really preaching about, and Tyler's talking about this in the, in the chat is the, just range of outcomes is is wide um, in terms of days. And, like, when you don't have any days to recover, that's where this part starts to suck. That's really where I'm focusing on it. And that's why I just keep coming back to the fact if the Mavericks knew that they were playing five days, why did they play everybody? Like, Absolutely. I, I don't get it. So, yeah. Oh, well. Exactly. I mean, you know, trying to keep my hopes up, trying to think about a – think positively about a first round series against the jazz who are currently, um, you know, not to disrespect our opponents, but they kind of suck right now. They have like existential problems. Like they have like connectivity between the teammates problems, not like, like talent and on paper they're, you know, they're pretty dang good. Yeah, for sure. It's just, they have this looming, I mean, you saw what happened to them against the Suns where they were up like 18 and then yeah. lost the game. It's like, oh, my God. Like, how does that keep happening? So Yeah, I know. Well, it's 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 all right. And we'll, you know, everyone 
everyone out there in Mavs land, we got to stay hopeful because, I mean, you know, the game's on Easter weekend and we all knew <laughs> who else came back on Easter weekend. Um, and there is some significant resemblance. So, uh, all right. Good uh, night, Kirk. Y'all great, take care. Great take, Max. Talk soon. All right. Um, let's go with my man, Jordan. Hey, Jordan, what's going on? Hey, Kurt. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going well. So, what a season, man. It's been a long season. COVID, out of weight players, not to mention any names. Um, man, everybody's, man, this should be called group rent because, man, everybody's getting into it. So, uh, on a lighter note, like, I, for one, would not like to step in between Luca and a basketball court. I'm going to just sure. say that. Um, so, I think, I, I mean, I get why Kid gets a lot of criticisms for that. But, man, this is Luca's team. And Luca said after the press conference, he, he said, I want to play the game. He's like, I want to play that game. I hope they rescind it. Yep. They rescinded it. As soon as I saw, got the notification, I said, he's playing. It's like, it doesn't matter what anybody says, he's going to play. And I remember very recently, um, Lucas scored a 40-point triple-double on a sprained ankle. So um, he's 23. Um, a lot of us, I just turned 35, and I know if I strain my calf, you know, I'm hobbling for probably the next months. <laughs> the rest of the year. Just going <laughs> yeah. just to just write this year off. Yeah, I was, I was trying to give myself a little, you know, uh, street cred on the podcast, but I guess that's gone. <laughs> I understand. I'm 38. It's the same deal where it's like I could sleep wrong on my pillow and be dead for a week. Like there's no <laughs> other way around it. It's, it's, it's the it's youth so aspect true. is important. You're right about yeah, that. So w- we have that in our mindset, you know, when a player that is still 23, you have to remember this dude's a kid. And yeah. um, their bounce back is not the same, especially with the medical staff that they have. Yeah, no, then the medical staff is very, very good. That's a, a very important point. I, I think I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. And so, you know, I think everything will be fine. We got five days for Luca. That's probably like 12. Sure. Um, He'll so, probably be in rehab from the moment. <laughs> He's going to be in rehab every moment until the game starts. Yeah, and so um, I think that's going to be fine. Um, so Dwight Powell, everybody everybody is very up and down on Powell. Um, everybody has bad games. Powell's had bad games, but he was also coming off of the ACL injury that you could clearly see happen as it happened. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, it was the Achilles, and you the, like the, the, the damn muscle shuddered. It was horrifying. Yeah, you you see it through the sock pop. Like, oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, for him to be not only come back, but come back and play every single game of the season, it, it just blows my mind. Yep. And so, I've always had respect for Powell. I've always loved Powell in the playoffs last year. I feel like if we had Powell, we win that that first series. And I've told people this all season, and 
you know, just him playing all 82 games is just enough proof for me that I was right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, this this Utah series is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to say it's going to be five games. And Rudy Gobert is going to spin around at least three times. Sure. Sure, he's one of the first person who got beat by a really bad, like, Luka, like, pass in the post from his rookie year. I still remember it was like Luka turned him all the way around. Yeah, yeah. So um, we'll put that on watch. And I don't know. Luka's like a fly. He has, he has so many different eyes. How he sees different people and different passes. Like, the, uh, it was against the Bucks, I think. That whip pass to Powell um, off a turnover, I believe. And he just, like, whips it with the left hand just straight to Powell. And you look at the different angles in the replay, and that ball goes directly by Wes Matthews' head. Like, directly by it. Yep. Like, it's, like, six inches from his head. And he just – what what can you do? It's just like these – man, it's just going to be insane the passes he's going to make in these playoffs. I'm, I'm, if you're excited, then I'm excited. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Yes, sir. Have a good night. Yep, we'll talk soon. All right, guys, let's be quick. I'm tired. Leo, what's up? Hi. Uh, guys, we'll be fine. This is Luca. He's a superhuman. And just think about it. The basketball gods are going to be on our side. This is just a retelling of Dirk's story. Dirk ah. won his first playoff series against the Jazz. It's just going to be poetic that Luka will do the same and just fashionable MVP. You were, even fashion. bo- were you born when that series happened? Don't lie to me. I wasn't in, I wasn't in Texas, but I was born here. Okay. I mean, but I was born at the time. Okay. okay, that makes me feel better. Like, if you're that young, I was going to have to boot you off the thing. <laughs> no, but I know everyone's always talking about, like, well, is he going to be fine? Guys, I've sprained my ankle three times in the last four days. I just ran today. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Like, okay. I ain't no superhuman, I, but he'll be fine. I pre- I like the optimism. I think it's good. And, I mean, who's going to tell Luca he can't play? That's, I mean, Honestly. That's, a, that's actually an interesting challenge because calf stuff is funky. So it'll need to be real serious for him to not play. I think that's 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 uh, something we should probably be thinking about more in the next several days. And realistically, okay, he's not going to be a hundred percent for game one. And you know what? I'm okay with that. You want to know why? Because we've been telling, we've been having other players step up and do more things that they haven't been doing. Dorian's been really good these last twenty games, making these short passes to Powell to the cutter. Dwight Powell's been making really good passes. We've been giving our guys more things and more chances to step up, the, this yeah. game one will prove that we've been, that's, that was the right call, that allowing more people to have, uh, allowing more people to have more skills and give us leeway will help us have a Luka at 80% instead of 100%. Sure. sure. Well, I think it's, it's good to be thinking this way. All right. Good vibes, everyone. And you know what? We have a saying with Mab, with the maps, uh, MFFLs, immaculate vibes. We just need immaculate vibes right now. All right, man. You have a good week. All right. Oh, nope. Did not mean to. And almost accidentally banned Leo from the room. Uh, Andrew, what's up, buddy? Uh, good evening, Kurt. A few quick things. I'm not going to play doctor about Lucas. I'm just hoping he's ready on Saturday. 
Uh, number one, sadly, Theo Pinson's not eligible to play in the playoffs because he's on a two-week contract. But I wouldn't be shocked if he's with the main roster next year. Me too. Next point, April 11th, 2016. That is the last time the Mavericks have beat Utah in Utah. So we better hope that comes to an end quickly. Good stat. Thank you. And final stat for some hope. The Mavs are 2-0 all-time against Utah in the playoffs. 2-0 all-time. Why did I think... Why did I think that they lost to the to the Jazz the year before they beat them? Why am I, why, I way back I, when? I'm talking yeah. about the Calvin the Calvin Booth game. The Calvin Booth in 01 and 86 we beat them. Huh. All I, well, I, I guess I just have it stuck in my head that Dirk had a real hard time with Carl Malone, which is true. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. Well, that's good. Thanks for thanks for those. Those are good good pulls. Have a good one. Yeah. Talk soon. Um, let's go to my man, Scott. You're going to take us out of here, Scott. Hey, how are you, okay. man? Got some writing to do when, uh, when we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said in our slack, uh, when he got injured, I was like, should I start working on my off season AQ for the uh, website? Cause no, it's going to take we're not, me a while. We're, we're going to give it at least like, no. we're going to give it at least, then Mads would need to be down like O2 for me to ask yeah. that. No, I actually want to be a little positive. If we, you know, game four, let's project out. Game four, he'll be two weeks clear of today, you know, and then a potential game six, game seven, it'll be like going two and a half, nearing three weeks, depending on how they space out the games, you know. I hope they give us the like slow roll schedule more than, um, I think Isaac Harris tweeted it. Like, I hope our second game is Tuesday and not Monday. Um, if we if we have the slow roll schedule, then it, it it should be that you know as it goes by, even if he does have a grade one. And my other take is that like if he's if he's more limping and and not really got it all, I'd almost prefer him just to not play that first game than 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 risk re injury or just being out. You know, like it could be the Patrick Ewing theory. You know, from the old Bill Simmons thing. You know, like take take Luca off and then. Maybe maybe we just start hitting our threes, passing the ball around, and uh, and we can steal one without Luca. But I'd rather I'd rather not with his the way he plays. He pushes off that calf muscle all the time. Yep. You know the way he, the way he dances around, the way he step back threes. I mean, it's not a minor thing if he's limping. If he's not, if he's not hundred percent. Sure. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I, I, tomorrow's going to be the first big milestone, and then there, you know. They'll probably uh, uh, be as as obscure as they can, just because there's no reason for like gamesmanship for them not to, you know. But the, the NBA will make like we're gonna we if he's like very quite like if he's doubtful, okay, then that's not great, is what I'll say. But if he's questionable, then we're gonna be because that, that they really do pay attention to those delineations, so. We're yeah. gonna have to be a where everybody's gonna be, uh, you know, really staring at the injury report. So. All right, man, that's all I had. Good to see yep. you all. Yep, talk soon. All yep. right, guys, hope everybody feels um, some modicum better or maybe worse, depending on your point of view. Uh, check out Josh and I's pod. You know, come by Mads Moneyball. Hopefully we'll have better news for everybody tomorrow. Um, yes, I, I agree, Ethan. If it's questionable, it means he's playing. That That is 
kind of my instant read too because the nba really doesn't like it when you bump guys up and down like belichick got in trouble with that shit with the nfl to where they just like scrapped whole ways that the the injury report and the nba is like similar because it's the betting it's just too too important everybody be good we'll talk soon have a better start to your week than this